Welcome to the Smith and Rowland Show. Let's join our host, Alan Smith and Jeff Rowland. It is another wonderful, sunshiny day on the Smith and Rowland Unplugged podcast. Welcome, one and all, to a world of enlightenment. Good morning, world. <laughs> Good morning, world. <laughs> there we are. There we are. Rolling. <laughs> What's How you doing? doing? Well, I'm just sitting here on a Monday morning anticipating for a S&R show. Had an exciting day. Had an exciting weekend, actually. Yeah, I hear was. you had an exciting day yesterday. We're not going to talk about end times today. Well, we can't, but we're going to talk about God moving in the end times. Yeah, that's right. Uh, why don't you tell us a little bit about you paid tribute to a man that I know means a lot to you. I've heard you talk about him for, I don't know it, forever and a day. And well, yeah. And then it looks like to yeah. me as God orchestrated, and there again, and I, I do not say that with any hesitation, yeah. that God orchestrated a day that you had. Well, it actually went on for about three days, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, but you actually had a tribute to this guy that you love yesterday afternoon about four o'clock why don't you tell us a little bit about that yeah it was it was a great day it was a great time charles aby is a man he's 80 years old and he's played piano for gospel music since the age of six actually and really yeah he started playing piano when he was six years old and he ended up playing for i don't know how many gospel groups down through the years but he was known as much for his ability to train vocalists how to use their voice than he was even for his piano playing. And uh, he was a man who studied vocal techniques. And the uh, odd thing is, is we paid tribute to him because he uh, ended up his musical career down here in Hickory at Winkler's Grove Baptist Church playing the piano for him. He's uh, getting around a little feet more uh, feeble now than he than he used to, but he can still play piano just as good as he ever did. <laughs> and uh, so yesterday they planned uh, a, a tribute where there was a lot of video presentations from people that were in the Southern gospel world. And then we gathered and sang several songs for Charles and with Charles. And it, and it was a time of, I don't know of a restoration of some of the old paths yeah, and yeah, you know, yeah, the scripture yeah. talks about that and, and how that we ought to set up way marks Try. along our, our journey. And, and the scripture also says that there's some things that we're supposed to hold fast to. And the scripture yeah, says this yeah. one place, hold fast to that, which is good. And there's, there's yeah. a lot of people that have come to know the Lord through a song and we we stand and we preach from the book of Psalms that's nothing more than David's songbook and and others that composed music and took their prayers and put music to it. And that's a lot of what a song is about. And, of course, in our day, Alan, there's a lot of people that think the only kind of songs that should be sung is songs that's sung to God. I agree right. that those powerful and i i'm i embrace that and i do that a lot but then there are songs sung about god that's just as powerful that's right i think that uh, both expressions should be embraced by the kingdom believer 
And so yesterday it was just a time to kind of pay tribute to a, a man that gave his life for gospel music and training training vocalists. And a lot of uh-huh. people think, you know, I, when I was there, I got to share the fact that God places us in the body as it pleases him. That's been our, that's our verse. Me, me and you've talked about that right. many times, kind of where we hang our hat, that God puts people in the body as it pleases him. And Charles served the Lord by teaching people how to properly use their voice so their voice wouldn't weaken as quickly as it does in these old frail bodies. And I go, I met Charles, oh, 35 years ago, I think. When I first came to Statesville, I was telling them yesterday, that was during a time when you preached. You didn't go speak, you preached. I would preach so hard sometimes on Sunday morning that by Sunday night, I'd have to whisper in a microphone to get any sound out. And right, right. I got I got with the Charles Abey, and he began to to teach me the technique on how to properly use my voice so my voice wouldn't give out this quick. That led to doing a little singing with him, and then doing uh, singing with others that had sung with him. And you can mention Charles Abey's name about anywhere in Southern gospel music, and everybody knows him because he's he's taught most of them how to sing. You know, he's kind of like a grandfather to everybody in, in, in that world of vocal technique. So it was just a joy to honor him, pay tribute to him. And believe it or not, on some of those old quartet style songs, the presence of God rested and people were blessed yesterday. And we wow. just had a wonderful time. It was it was really refreshing. It was good. Now, where did this happen? Where did this take place? We uh, we gathered at Winkler's Grove Baptist Church in Hickory, which is where it's Charles North, North Carolina. Yeah, yeah Hickory, uh, North Carolina. Hickory, North uh-huh. Carolina. And that's where Charles finished up. You know, that's where he's at now. And he for the last okay. seven years has been there. And he's been a part of that church even when he was playing for other groups. He couldn't be there a lot, but that was his home right. church down through the years and arthur rice sent in a video to pay tribute oh, to okay. charles and johnny perrick and and just some of the old southern gospel guys that a lot of people maybe don't know but in that in that southern gospel world you know they were well known that's they've spent their life singing gospel music and and it was just fun and the interesting thing yesterday morning at our church me and haley do the worship there and lead, okay. lead the work there. And we went from a more of a, of a worship setting, which is now the traditional way that a lot of churches go. But we right. went from a worship setting to going last night into a Southern gospel setting, which was more of a, a traditional setting back right. years right. ago. And those varying expressions could lead to a culture shock. But I go back to this one verse is God places us in the body as it pleases him. And I've always believed that we should embrace every known expression of the Lord that is on the earth right now. That's right. And, That's right. and even if you, you know, you might, you might have a preference on, on a style of music and which is fine. That's good. There ain't nothing wrong with that. But I think that all expressions should be respected by the people of God and prayed for by the people of God because it blesses others and brings others 
into deep relationship with Jesus Christ. So it was just an enjoyable time. It was really well, an enjoyable that's good. Time. Well, God's diversity, as we've said many times, you know, in making a snowflake, there's not any two the same. And yeah. that's God's expression of creation. Yeah, so we can see that God's really diverse, if you one sense of the word, that he likes the different varieties. And music is just something else. It's even though mankind has created a lot of different uh, styles and genres of music, it's still to be created an expression of worshiping God. I think it's the intent of the heart that yeah. is the main driver. You know, and some of us like to be critical of others types of, especially any type of worship music, whether mm -hmm. it be hy hymns to contemporary to Southern gospel to, I mean, if you go to uh, other countries, it's not even any of those, you know, yeah, to use right. their traditional uh, music in some countries. Yeah. It's just, it's just, if you go to Israel, I mean, the Jewish culture, I mean, it's not contemporary nor southern gospel <laughs> to say yeah, the that's least exactly right I, that's right paul the apostle didn't have a southern gospel quartet behind him and he didn't have no. a contemporary worship band behind him neither I mean, no he <laughs> didn't but i did read where he always wanted one yeah that's right <laughs> yeah. well you know in my perspective he was just clamoring for some four-part harmony that's right yeah I'm, well i mean you know the the jewish music you know one song sounds like another you know as they say yeah, yeah, that's right. If you're, that's exactly if you heard right. one, you've heard them all. You've heard that's them all. It, that's, right. that's right. But you know, one one thing I think the highlight of the whole evening for me uh -huh. last uh -huh. was there was a special guest there whose father's in heaven now. His name's Greg Greg Fox. His daddy okay. Eldridge Fox and Eldridge Charles Davy together okay. wrote the old song "Gone." The stone is rolled back, gone. The yeah, tube is yeah. empty, gone. He lives forevermore. Yeah, and yeah. he was there, kind of hidden away. And he walked out. Greg Fox walked out into this uh, traditional Baptist setting, where Southern gospel quartet music was being sung. He walked out, and he had a beard about down to the his belt buckle, and and uh -oh. down in the middle uh -oh. of his back. No, and come he, on. He grabbed <laughs> a serious? microphone and started singing the song Gone. And I got to tell you, I nearly No, he did in, not. In my, I absolutely <laughs> love when two cultures collide. And, well, that, would, that would be a collision. It just somehow or another, for me, that's almost like the day of Pentecost when everybody's gathered <laughs> together and want to call all them nations. Every yeah, different that's nation right. there. That's right. That's exactly right. So you had two cultures colliding there for a second, and it just sent me in the spiritual orbit nearly. Well, how did everybody and, else respond to it? Same well, way, they, didn't have, they didn't have no choice but to respond correctly because the anointing and the presence of God was there so strong they wouldn't have interrupted it. So <laughs> it kind of it silences the religious spirit at that point, you know. It and, does, uh, but it also lets you know that that crowd does know what the presence the of the presence Holy Spirit of God, is. Yes, sir. Yeah. That's exactly right. Yeah. When the presence of God's there, it kind of silences any criticism. Okay, yeah, it does. It, the, it, the anointing breaks the yoke, at, so to speak. And I think that took place there. And I, that part, just, I was so intrigued with that, I couldn't hardly get over my myself. It, Wait, uh, now, you said that this is the son yeah, of the guy that son. wrote. Yeah, well, could the son right. sing? I hate to ask you this, but could he sing? Yes, 
Yes, he could sing. He sure could. You could. I could tell he was nervous and felt out of place when he first walked up. But he had to do it, didn't he? But he had to do it. That's right. Because him and Charles, the boy's daddy and Charles, traveled together for years. And Charles co-wrote that song with Eldridge Fox and composed the music around it. So Charles didn't know that boy was going to be there, hadn't seen him in years. And he just walked out, and there he was in all of his bearded glory. And <laughs> it, it was just a, such a refreshing thing. To, if I could grow a beard like that, I'd have one. Just <laughs> Let uh, me ask you another question. Yeah. There's another guy there that's a friend of, a close friend of yours, a friend of mine. You've known him longer. I'm sure I would be just as close a friend to him once he gets yeah. to know me more. Uh, <laughs> I feel sure of that. <laughs> and you know who I'm talking about. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That you said everybody, AB and the Fox guy, and all of those kind of came together through the influence of this one individual. Tell us a little bit about this guy. Yeah. And, and he's, I was heading down the road yesterday morning, headed for church, and the Lord spoke to me about that because Ed Sprinkle is a dear, precious That's right. friend. He's he's more than a uh, than a friend. I guess he's kind of a, I would have to say, almost like my daddy. Yeah, and, yeah. And at this point, and Ed's been traveling with me now for oh for a long time, man, ten or twelve years, and yeah. Ed Sprinkle in the day was, he had one of the most beautiful singing voices that I've ever heard. Is that right? No way it did. Uh He was so, so talented and gifted by the Lord in music. And he formed a group back, I don't even know how many years ago now, but he formed a group that continuously evolved into just about every single, well, actually all of the singers that was there in person yesterday came through the group that Ed started to include Charles Abey. So Ed Sprinkle was there to see what work he had done in the past, what it had led to. <laughs> what well, did it, you reckon Ed connected all those dots? Well, he didn't at the first, but uh, uh-huh. by the time it was over, he had to because I made him stand up and I, I, I oh, shared all that. So, yeah. <laughs> so it, that, was, that was really good. And also, you know, I'll even say this. There's a close friend of ours, Mark Moore, that you know. Yeah, Mark. Oh, that, yeah, uh, yeah. Mark, Mark and Donna Moore, yeah. Yeah. We've walked with them for 35 years. Yeah, and yeah. About 25 years ago, there was no a better song. piano player. No, no boy, no, but none, none, none on the earth, uh, <laughs> in my the earth. can compare to, to his piano playing. Uh-huh. But Mark had written a song years and years ago that I sang at Winkler's Grove about 25 years ago. And God just blessed uh-huh. that thing. And they still, to this day, sing that song at that church. Oh, you got to so be kidding. One of the songs that was on the program last night. And oh Mark was there, and I got to introduce Mark as the author and the writer of that song. <laughs> oh, that's and great. So that went forward, and so I was really, I was just tickled to death yeah, to be yeah. there. Well, and so our know, so- uh, listeners will know Jeff. They, uh, we haven't even mentioned it, but just so our listeners know, uh, Jeff was the MC, I guess you could say, of this event. Uh, he was a master of ceremonies, and he led this this tribute to Charles Abey. 
So that's what the Lord put him. Now, the the thing also we have to bring up, it was obvious that the Lord put Jeff in that position. I'm not saying this to blow any smoke up your way, Jeff, because we don't blow smoke. But truthfully, I'm talking about the Lord here. He puts you in that place of being the masters of ceremony there because the Lord used you to connect a lot of those dots to now, you correct me if I'm wrong, but it appears that the Lord used you, and there's something supernatural, I think, happened there yesterday in that community, in that culture. Uh, mm-hmm. The Lord was doing some healing of some sort, and, and the Lord usually heals for a reason. He doesn't do it just to pass the time of day. Yeah, that's he right. usually brings, he brings healing so that something, a healing from God is kind of like a second wind for the journey. In other words, yeah. he's blowing again when there's a healing. And yeah, so I think there was right. a lot of healing of some type. And I really, I'm talking outside of my knowing, but I do sense that God brought a lot of healing there yesterday. And I think you're going to find another wind of the spirit being blown in uh, to that, into those individuals. It's not just Southern gospel platform. It could be any platform. We're well, not talking you know, about the platform here. We're talking, I'm talking about individuals and the movement of yeah. worship, of true worship. Of true words. I mean, Southern gospel, Southern gospel got out of hand, just like we see the contemporary music doing today in some arenas. It's yeah. all about who's got the next new, you know, yeah. tune out there. That's and right. it's more about that than it is worse. And that's easy. It's easy to get caught up in that, Jeff. It's not, that's not well, a hard it. jump. That's an easy, because I mean, Satan, come on. He couldn't stand it. He couldn't handle it. That's all this right. worship coming into God and he got, yeah. the, you know, big head and everything, but. So it's not hard when worship comes in. If you're leading it, it's not hard to get out of line with it. And we need to be in constant prayer. But they also need the fathers like the Charles Abies. And now you find yourself, Jeff, walking in a position of being a spiritual father to a lot of these people. Mm. And somebody's got, there's got to be some voices of some fathers in this music arena to say, hey, this ain't about you now. It's about worshiping God. And somebody's got to speak into that. And I think personally, I know that God used you in that capacity. And and you just were to put that hat on where it. I don't care what you say. And wow. to, to realize what God was doing and what God was saying. And I think it's very possible you'll be called upon more in that capacity because God did something. And I don't like to use the word promotion, but at least broadening how he's wanting to use you in the the kingdom. And I think that was introduced yesterday, and I make no apologies for that statement. Well, I appreciate Uh, that. And I'll even, uh, I'll say yay, yay, and amen to it. It's the the odd thing is, is while I was there, two of the guys that's on staff at that church, I taught them in Bible college. And now, now, uh, now you taught, now that church has a Bible college. Is that right? Or did they had one? They had one. And and you were, you were actually a Bible professor in that college. Yes. As a matter of fact, as a matter of fact, you often filled in for me though. That has escaped your mind, Mr. Professor. Well, well, there's a difference difference when a farmer fills in and a professor fills in. (laughs) Trust me, me there's a huge, there's a huge difference, but go ahead. I I just wanted to establish that you were a professor in that college. And so, so you taught some of the young pastors that were, or the, not young much anymore, younger pastors. Yeah, some of them was older than I was. Yeah, that that is right. That's true. Of course, back in in the day, 
we had a lot of that, Jeff. I mean, a man yeah. could be called to preach and he might be 50 years old. That's but we exactly had a lot it. of that going, going yes, on years ago. Yes, we sure ago. did. Absolutely. And, uh, and Absolutely. some of your best preachers were, were ex-firemen <laughs> or Well, or I'll be honest or, with you. Uh, one, of honors, one of the greatest honors I ever had in my life was the day I got to ordain my father into the ministry, and he became a pastor before that he, something. he passed away. He was but, in his yeah, 60s, teach, wasn't he? Yeah, Dad was, uh, he was 65, 66 65, years old. yeah. Well, he and, just well to give it up to preach. He had yeah, two boys yeah. that preached. and, and uh, Well, you anyway, know, he drove, he drove a truck all of his life, and then toward the end of his life, he decided to preach. Well, I, I preached all my life, and toward the end of my life, I found myself driving a truck. So, I mean, it comes full circle, you know. Yeah, I guess it but, does. Uh, there was a, a healing that took place there. Some of those guys I hadn't seen in a long time. And so there was healing there of relationships, but there was also a mending and a purifying fire of That's music. Good. I like that. Yeah. And that, that was what I did sense, that there was music yeah. being sung under the presence and the anointing of God's wow. Spirit. That's powerful. And that, that, so powerful. That, that right there was, was worth the journey to get there. And I, I did fight against doing that, but I'm glad that the Lord won out in the end and made yeah. me do it. So, I am too. I am too. Well, can yeah. we title this episode, Jeff, we're out of time. Perhaps what would we title it? A tribute to, a tribute to Charles, Charles Abbey. Yeah, Tri that's Char right. Tribute to Charles Abbey. All right, let's just, yeah. that's what we'll title it. Okay. And it's good, and I'm glad that I'm, the Lord showed up yesterday in your church. Amen. And, yeah. And, you know, we, we didn't have, we didn't even fully get into how the God moved in your services yesterday morning. Yeah. Uh, fi yeah. filling you in the spirit to do yeah, that boy. yesterday evening at four o'clock yeah. and we will yeah. have more information because this thing was live streamed i want to put the live stream up on the kps website and we'll yeah. actually try tomorrow to let the listeners know where they can go watch that live stream that's good yeah boy we can do that yeah Let's that'd be that. great okay. okay okay buddy well god Thank bless you, Alan. Uh -huh. bye -bye. Bye -bye. thank you for joining today's smith and rowan show you can check out our website at kingdompropheticsociety.org and our daily unplugged podcast at smithandrollinshow.podbean.com. You can also join us on Amazon, Apple, or Spotify.